Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The time has arrived for the holiest days coming up, the high holidays. Let's face it, most people associate the high holidays with long, boring, drawn out services. It's hard, it's difficult. So often we sit in services and all we're thinking about is, are we there yet? When is this going to be over? We don't like to talk so much about this, but the fact is services can feel very long and can feel very drawn out. And very often we get impatient. So what I would like to share with you as we celebrate the last Shabbat together is some very important words to think about as we prepare for the high holidays. Let's try to transform and reframe our relationship with services. Instead of it being drawn out, boring, unrelatable experiences, let's transform it into something really meaningful and special. And the best way to do that is for us to pause for a moment and reflect that while we are sitting there itching for the service to end, there's actually a part of us that is enjoying the prayers more than anything else. And that is our neshama. Every one of us is comprised of a body and a soul. And while the body is itching for the bagels and locks that comes after services, the soul is on a thrill. The soul is in an amusement park. When the soul is sitting there during services, the soul finds tremendous happiness in that moment because it's, it's, it is its opportunity to connect with God in a very deep, meaningful, intimate way. So five-minute service for the soul is to us what our most favorite experience, our favorite food or our favorite song may be. For the soul sitting there, it's like sitting at services like a full length, incredible concert. And, and the longer the service, the more meaningful it is for our soul. So it's important to stop for a moment and think that while our body may be having struggling with this experience, our soul is having total ecstasy. By the way, this may be the reason why services are meant to be so long on the high holidays, to remind us, to encourage us, to motivate us, to somewhat force us to focus more on the needs of the soul than the body. Because after you finish a lengthy service, while the body may be drained, the soul is feeling an incredible high. So let's try to transform our relationship with services by focusing on the soul within, thinking about the impact that this moment is having on our soul, how our soul is cleaving and climbing upwards and onwards, closer to God every single moment as we sit there in services. And this leads me to the second point, which is the same idea, and that is if you want the service to be meaningful, the most important thing you need to do is not necessarily to follow the lines on the page and to make sure you're on the right page with the cantor at all times, but the most important thing is to make sure that your heart is in it, that your soul is present. God understands every language, but the most important language that God understands and appreciates and values is the language of the soul, the language of the heart. So I encourage you, as we celebrate Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we're going to sit many hours in services, try to use that time to focus inwards, to allow your soul to experience true intimacy with God by focusing on what is truly going on in your heart. Open yourself up and connect, as our sages tell us that prayer is about deep calling on to deep. 
And for this week's story, I chose a story all about prayer. This is in fact my favorite prayer story. This is a story that teaches us and reminds us how prayer is really all about the heart and the feeling and the neshama that we put into it. Join me as we go on the wagon of the Holy Baal Shem Tov. The Holy Baal Shem Tov loved to travel around from town to town, village to village, to uplift, to inspire, to elevate the simple Jewish people whom he would meet. One day, the Baal Shem Tov arrived at a small inn many miles away from the nearest Jewish community. He was invited in, he was given refreshments, and the Baal Shem Tov turned to the children who were taking care of him and he said, where is your father? So they said to him, Rebbe, our father is praying. Well, the Baal Shem Tov sat down to enjoy his meal. An hour passed and two hours. It was late afternoon when the innkeeper finally emerged from his room. And after greeting his host, he apologized for his long absence. He said, I'm sorry, I was praying for so long. So the Baal Shem Tov said, with all due respect, I mean, what are you doing praying for so many hours? You know, you don't look like some holy man who understands all the deep mystical intentions of each word. What are you doing there for so many hours? So the simple innkeeper was quite ashamed and looking downwards, he says, I'm an ignorant Jew. I can barely pronounce the words from the prayer book. And therefore, I have to read very slowly. But the real challenge I have is, is I don't know what prayers to say. I'm not familiar what is the right prayers for each day. So every single day, I simply read the entire book. My friends, do you hear what's going on? The simple Jew with sincerity of the heart would sit there and pray the entire book every single day. Daily prayers, Shabbat, holiday, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Hanukkah, Purim, Pesach. He's doing every single prayer, every single day. Well, the Baal Shem Tov said to him, maybe I can help you. And for the next two hours, he sat with the innkeeper, patiently instructing him on the proper use of the prayer book. And he prepared small slips of paper. And he wrote out in simple Yiddish, morning prayers, special edition for Monday and Thursday, grace after meals, afternoon prayers, evening prayers, etc. And he put those little slips of papers in the proper place in the innkeeper's prayer book. You could just imagine how overjoyed he was. He looked at the Baal Shem Tov and he said, thank you so much. Now I can pray as a proper Jew and now I can finally take care of my family and my inn because I was so caught up with the daily prayers. I am so thankful to you. And with tremendous joy, he bids farewell to the Baal Shem Tov. But unfortunately, my dear friends, his joy was short-lived because shortly, just a few hours later, one of his children was playing and the prayer book fell off the table. And as it went on the floor, those little slips of papers just fluttered away. Oy vey, said the innkeeper, who knows how many more months will pass until a learned Jew will come here again. What am I going to do? He decided not to lose the opportunity. He grabbed his prayer book. He grabbed his notes. And he started running off in the direction where the Baal Shem Tov left, hoping he could meet this rabbi. He didn't know who he was. He could meet this learned Jew who could once again guide him. After a few miles of brisk running, he finally saw the Baal Shem Tov far ahead. But then he noticed something strange. This man, this visitor, was nearing a river. How will he cross the river? The river's so deep, there's no way he's gonna cross that river. He was about to shout a warning, be careful. When he saw something strange, this rabbi took his handkerchief, 
his cloth out of his pocket. He placed it on the water. He stepped onto it as it was a sturdy raft, and he smoothly glided across and disappeared into the woods on the other side of the river. In a flash, this innkeeper was at the edge of the water. What did he do? Very simple. He's a simple man. He spread his handkerchief on the water. He stepped in it, and he glided across. As he got across the river, he ran down the path until he reached the Baal Shem Tov. And he said, wait, Rabbi, wait, you can't go until you mark my prayer book again. All your notes have fallen out. Hearing the man cry out to him, the Baal Shem Tov stopped and turned. And he sees the host, the innkeeper, running towards him, clutching his prayer book in one hand and the slips of paper in the other hand. The Baal Shem Tov looks at him in amazement and says, how did you get here? How did you cross the river? The simple Jew looks at the Baal Shem Tov and he says, just like you, with my handkerchief. I just put it on the water and I glided across. At that moment, my friends, open up your hearts for what the Baal Shem Tov said to the simple Jew. The Baal Shem Tov closed his eyes and very slowly he said word for word, my dear friend, I think that God really likes your prayers. And you should continue praying the way you prayed until now. My friends, it's not about doing it right. It's about doing it from your heart. If you pray from your heart, then what's going to happen is you are going to glide across the rivers of life. You're going to have an unbelievable year, a Shana Tova, a Metuka. But don't forget what prayer is really all about. Shabbat Shalom. Chag Sameach. This is Rabbi Zalmatech. For thoughts, comments, questions, feedback, 785-917-0200.